Well, Happy New Year. Praise the Lord. God is good. Um, you know, I, my mind just, I just, I, I guess I can't help it, but um, when somebody says something, then I have to think of the scriptural thing. And uh, so she, Laura was uh, bringing up about being, asking God to fill us. Well, the scripture says in um, Ephesians chapter 3 that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. So when we're asking God to fill us, we're not just we're not just getting a little dab. We're not just getting a you know just a good feeling. You know, you might be hooked on a feeling and high on believing, but God's got more. Oh, I wish I could sing that. Oh yes. Well, I just got this feeling deep inside of me. Lord, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me in your arms so tight. You let me know everything's all right. I'm hooked on a feeling. I'm high on believing that you're in love with me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Kisses? No. <laughs> well, yeah, kisses sweet as candy. Well, kisses sweet as honey, your word is on my mind. Lord, you got me thirsty for some Holy Ghost new wine. <laughs> Didn't I sing this before? I had it written down. Anyway. Praise the Lord. Well, uh, there's so many things uh, that were on my heart this morning, but uh, if I gave everything, you would think, what's he talking about? He's talking about so many different subjects. But uh, of course, we want to, uh, we want to prepare ourselves for the, uh, for the new year. And I'm going to start, um, I want to jump to uh, Joshua chapter 1. And uh, Joshua, in Joshua chapter 1, Moses had just died. There's new leadership taking over. And uh, God has some instruction, not only for Joshua, but for the children of Israel. They're leaving the old and going into the new. They're leaving the old, they're leaving the old leadership and going into the new leadership. They're leaving the old land and going into the new land. And it's a land that is flowing with milk and honey. And so I believe that God has a purpose and a plan for us that is going to lead us, lead us and guide us into more than we had before. Amen. And um, we've talked about before the, something called the seven mountains. It could also be referenced to as the seven spheres of influence. And whether you like it or not, you're uh, in some form or fashion a part of every one of these spheres or every one of these mountains. You're, uh, you're all a part of business. You say, well, I don't own my own business, but you pat patronize businesses. You buy from businesses. You, your participation in their business is what causes that business to prosper. Uh, also, government. You're part of government. 
Say, I'm not a part of government. If you vote, you're a part of government. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad you voted? You know, uh, it wasn't that long ago that women couldn't even vote. There's a movie, I haven't seen it, but I'd like to. It's called Suffrage. And um, it's about the struggle that women had to go through to get the right to vote. And so, but you know, sometimes we, we fight for things and then we let them go. How many of you know that the, that the, uh, the patriots of 1776 fought a war because they wanted freedom from tyranny so that they could live in independence? But with independence comes responsibility. Exactly. Hallelujah. How many of you are part of the sphere or the mountain of religion? Oh, we don't believe in... Religion is a good word. Look it up in the Bible in James chapter 1. Pure and undefiled religion is this. To keep yourself unspotted and to visit the orphans and the widows in their need. Also a part of media. We need to be a part of media. We need to be a part of education. We, you are definitely a part of the sphere or mountain of family. Do you know that your family can... Ultimate, your family affects society. Your family affects society. You say, well, I'll tell you what, even if, you're, even if your kids are left, you're going to have grandkids, hopefully. Some are going to have more than others, you know, but um, that's just the way it is. There's also the, um, the sphere or the mountain of entertainment. And you can, you can have influence on entertainment. You know what? If Christians wouldn't patronize or buy or go to some of the filth that uh, Hollywood puts out, they would listen to your voice. As a matter of fact, there, there are more Christian movies coming out. A lot of them are Christian, uh, Christian made. I would like a little better quality, but hey, it is what it is. But there's been some good Christian movies that have come out. How many of you are a part of sports? You think about, you know, some of you are actually participating in sports. You're very, right, exactly. You're very, uh, your very lives are affecting people around you, maybe people that aren't in. You're, um, you know, anyway. So every one of us has a, a, an impact on all the seven mountains or all the spheres of society or all the spheres of influence. And so um, what's that for? Well, in Joshua chapter 1, beginning in verse, I'll just start in verse 7. We'll go as long as we can go. It says, only be strong. Uh, from What happened is Moses has died. Joshua's come on as leader, as the new leader. But they're not, that's not the only thing. They're getting ready to leave the old and to go into the new. We're leaving the old year. We're going into the new year. Now, you can let, your, you can let the memories of the old year affect what, how you progress in the, into the new year. 
You can let the old failures, the old disappointments, the old losses affect how you view what you're going into the next year. But I propose that we uh, that we let the past go. Paul said to forget those things that are behind and press forward to that which lies ahead. And the scripture says that God... Uh, God has a plan for us, and it is a plan to prosper us and to give us a future and a hope. Hallelujah. I believe that applies today also for the Israelites. I believe that also applies today for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not going to fizzle out, fade out, or become obsolete. We're going to go stronger and stronger because Christ is coming back for a glorious church. Turn to somebody and say, you look glorious. You look glorious. Hallelujah. You're getting brighter every day. So in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 7, he says, go, oh, there it is. Uh, Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you, and do not turn from it from the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper everywhere you go. Today I want to encourage you that we are, the scripture says, those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And I'm here to, and I'm here to remind you that the Holy Spirit dwells in you, and he is going to lead you in the path that is going to cause you to prosper. Hallelujah. So he says again, this book of the law shall not depart from out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Notice he notice we have a part to play. God wants to lead us and guide us into avenues of prosperity and prosperity goes beyond our wallet. I want to have a prosperous soul. I want to have a prosperous body. I want to have prosperous relationships. I want to have po- uh, prosperous uh, influence into the areas of life that I am influencing. So God has, God has this set before us. And then, and then he goes on again in verse 9. He says, have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage? Every one of these scriptures I can connect to the New Testament. So if you're sitting there thinking, well, this is an Old Testament scripture, you better wake up because this is all part of our destiny and our purpose. These are also, these are also New Testament scriptures that, uh, that the scripture writers in the New Testament used. So... Uh, Verse 9 again, have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. What did Jesus say in uh, John chapter 4, 14? Let not your heart be troubled. This is basically the same thing as this. Don't let your heart be troubled. You have an ability not to let the thoughts and the things of the past and and the emotions. Now, I know we deal with emotions, but you know emotions are uh, fluctuate. They're like the waves of the sea. They go up, they go down. They go up, they go down. I never forget the, my, uh, I think it was the, one of the first days I was out in the Atlantic. It was a dreary day. 
uh, we were rocking and rolling. No, it wasn't that kind of rocking and rolling. It was woo, you know, and I was, I was new to all this. As a matter of fact, I was so new before we, the, the harbor was like glass. And I saw we were moving and I got seasick. We weren't even, we weren't even out of the harbor. We weren't out of the harbor yet. So I thought, oh Lord, what did I do? And so anyway, uh, it was kind of a rocky day, dreary, you know, cloud cover. And um, I was in what they call the chow line. You had to line up for chow food and uh, (laughs) Purina. Anyway, so we were lined up inside, and I got right to where the, the galley is, where they cook the food. And in the galley, they had a window they call it a porthole. It's about that big around, it's a circle. And I'm standing there and I'm looking through the galley and I'm seeing this window or this porthole and I'm seeing the sky and I'm seeing the water and I'm seeing the sky and I'm seeing the water. <laughs> you know, that didn't, that didn't help matters any. And so then we had to go down a flight of stairs to get to what they called the mess deck where all the food was at. And so I'm standing there in the line. I've made it to the chow line where you get the food. And there was a pot of peas. They were just sloshing back and forth. That was enough for me. I did did not eat that meal. I kept what I had, but I did not eat that meal. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? Emotions fluctuate. How many of you know that that you can be as high as a kite one moment and be in the depths of despair the next because of your emotions. Or you can be in the depths of despair because of your emotions and then turn right around and be on the highest of heights. So, the Lord has an answer for that. And again, it's found in verse 8. He says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it. When you begin to meditate on the word of God, it begins to start controlling your mind. It begins to start controlling your attitudes. And when you have control of your attitudes, you begin to control your emotions also. And even, if you're do- and even if your emotions do go out of whack, you have something that you can use to get you back to an even keel. You know, after a while in the Navy, I didn't mind, you know, the rocking and rolling. I remember just walking down the hallway and uh, banging into one wall and banging into the other. It just didn't bother me at all, you know. So you can get past it. So what, what does that have to do with anything? You know, you can, you can go through life and be banged from one side to the other, but still have the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. You can have the power of God to be able to cause you to succeed in what he has for you. Well, that was just the introduction. So uh, I want us to go to uh, Psalm 27. Really, there's just uh, one particular verse, but the psalm is just so good. But if I use the whole psalm, then I'd have another sermon for next week. <laughs> Hallelujah. We'll just see how the Lord leads us this morning. 
Psalm 27. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with this. It's a real blessing to me. I love reading it. He says in verse 1, let me just read the verse I'm after, and then we can associate the other verses with the key point. So let me just give you the basic bottom line of where I want to go so you won't be confused or I don't make you more confused. The bottom line of what I'm after today, because we're going into the new year, I want us to be looking for the goodness of the Lord. I want us to be looking for the goodness of the Lord. I want us to look for the goodness of the Lord in every sphere that God has placed us in, not just looking at the bad, not just looking at what others are doing, but looking for the goodness of the Lord and not only looking for it, but be able to but be able to influence that sphere with the goodness of the Lord because you are God's agents for change. You are God's agents to bring the kingdom of God and the power of God. I like, uh, I'm not sure, I think it was uh, Bill Johnson. It might have been one of, one of those uh, ministers in Bethel. But uh, they use the word, you are infected. You are infected with the love of God. You are infected with the goodness of God. You are infected with the power of God. You know, a lot of times we want to stay away from people that are infected. Have you, did you ever get, you remember when you got saved and some of your friends didn't want to be around you anymore? Some of your old drinking buddies say, why don't you love me like you used to do? <laughs> why do you treat me like a worn out shoe? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, have you ever been around those types of people? I mean, I remember. I remember when I got filled with the Spirit. I remember my brother said after he got saved, he said, I was glad to see you come and I was glad to see you go. <laughs> because Melody and I, we'd go over and visit him and, you know, it was all about, we, we were all about Jesus. We were all about Jesus. He said, hey, do you want to get high? I said, we are high. He says, what are you doing? What are you on? I said, Jesus, the most high. <laughs> you know, that's, that's true. That's not a made-up story. But anyway, you know, people, people, you know, and Jesus said this. He says, marvel not if the world hates you. They hated me first. But now we shouldn't get a persecution complex because some people don't like us. We just go through the doors or go, we influence who we can influence and those we can't, we just can't. And don't take it personally. Right. You know, a lot of times we back up because we take things personally. Well, you know, I told somebody about Jesus and they got mad at me. Well, just forget it. You know, I, uh, I was on Facebook this morning and a kid that I went to, well, he's not a kid, he's my age. <laughs> a kid that I went to grade school with, you know, he says, uh, you know, when you give up drinking and smoking and doing this and that and the other, he says, you find out who your friends are. And I just wrote him back and I said, you know, make new friends. Make new friends, you know. You know, don't, just because your friends leave you, that might be a good thing. It's a good thing. 
Praise the Lord. It's a good thing when some of your old friends leave you. Besides, God might want to give you a new friend that will not only you can lift them up, but God might be using them to take you higher. He wants to take you higher. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. I'm full of it today. Full of the Spirit. Glory to God. So anyway, did we ever start on 27? Well, verse 13 says this. This is the main thing. The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Verse 13, I would have lost heart. Have any of you ever been to that place? You might have lost heart. But he says, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This is the key for 2017, that we believe that whatever direction we're going, whatever we're doing, whatever relationships we're with, we are going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And if that particular thing doesn't work out, we've got to realize that God's got something gooder for us. I know that's not proper English. But it can get gooder and gooder and gooder. <laughs> Amen. So, I would have lost heart. What I'm talking about this morning is not losing heart and what we can do to keep from losing heart. Because, let me tell you this, if you lose heart, you're not going to affect or influence the seven mountains or the seven spheres very much. If you are disheartened, how can you how can you positively affect your family? If you are disheartened, how can you you say, "Well, pastor, sometimes we get down." Well, then we have should have others around us that haven't lost heart that will be able to lift us up and then sometimes it's going to be your turn to be up and then you can lift up those that are down. In Jesus' name. Amen. I would have lost heart unless I had believed. We have got to believe. Well, it all goes back to uh, Joshua chapter 1. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Let's take that to Romans chapter 10. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Do you know the person you believe the most is you? You might be saying, oh, that's not true. I don't trust my, you, you trust yourself more than anybody else. So if you're speaking the word of God, you are, it's, it's better for you to speak it than just to hear it from somebody else. Now it's good to hear it from somebody else. It's good to be encouraged by somebody else. But once you're encouraged by that word, you need to start speaking it so that you can hear it, so that you can believe it, so that you will not lose heart. I would, have believed, I would have lost heart unless I believed, I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We've already mentioned this verse, but I'll just, in John chapter 14, Jesus said it like this. He said, let not your heart be troubled. 
I'll go ahead and read the rest. He says, you believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I wouldn't have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am there, you may be also. Somebody said, well, you know, Jesus, Jesus promised that 2,000 years ago and it ain't happened. You know what? He's been coming back for people year after year after year. You know, he came back for my grandparents. You know, he came back for my parents. He's been coming back. Now, there is a time where he's coming back for the whole kitten caboodle. He's coming back for the whole prize. But until he does come, he's still coming back. So we should not let our hearts be troubled in any way, shape, or form. He also said, well, in uh, Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 9, he says, do not be carried away with various strange doctrines. How many of you know there's a lot of strange doctrines? There's even strange doctrines 2,000 years ago. <laughs> if there were strange doctrines then, there had to be strange doctrines now. But he doesn't stop there. He says, for it is good that, that the heart be established with grace. It is good. Say, it's good. It is good that the heart be established with grace. What was the original or the, the major text here is that I, that I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord. Well, one of the ways we see the goodness of the Lord is seeing the goodness of his word, seeing the goodness of his promises. For it is good that the heart be established with grace. Not only grace for me, but grace for you also. If you receive grace, you better give it. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Well, how about blessed are the graceful, for they shall receive grace. Whatsoever you sow, that shall you also reap. You know, a lot of times people use that in the negative sense. Well, if you're, if you're sowing negative, you'll probably, you're going to reap negative. But if you're sowing the positive, you're going to reap the positive. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. Were you up all night last night? <laughs> okay. She's just yawning through my whole sermon. <laughs> But I believe that I see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I, you know, I love you. I wouldn't have said that if I didn't. I'd just give you the evil eye. But I don't, get, I don't do that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Mary Hart does good like medicine. All right. Why, the import, why, is the, why is it so important that we keep our hearts strong? Well, familiar scripture, but in Romans chapter 10 and verse 8, it, if, if our heart isn't strong, we have a tendency to 
uh, not be as a strong believers. We're just not as strong. If our heart's not strong, then, then, we, then we can let the doubts, we can let the fears, we can let the judgments, we can let the condemnations slip in. But we want to shut that door. We want our hearts to be strong so that we can believe that we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Well, what, what is it? What all is there to believing? Romans 10, verse 8. But what does it say? The word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. Somebody say heart. So the word is not just, remember, uh, Joshua was told not to let the word of God depart from his mouth. This scripture says, don't let it depart from your mouth or your heart. He says, that is the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart. Now, I believe when you, when you acknowledge Jesus, when you truly believe and acknowledge Jesus as your Lord, that you're, that you're secure. You're secure in Jesus. Now, the rest of how you live might not be... It, might not be as pleasant if you're not maintaining your faith in everything that he has promised and provided. But he's promised and provided for us. He's promised and provided for us. So let's not, let's not just say, well, I've already confessed, and so I don't need to do that again. Beloved, I think we should acknowledge just to clear the heavens you know, when you make confession, it's not just between you and God. You are saying things into the atmosphere that the prince and principalities and the powers and the rulers of this world have to acknowledge. If you're acknowledging Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, they have to bow their knee. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He says, for with the, uh, he says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, we know that salvation is not just your ticket out of hell. It is for uh, healing, prosperity. It is for emotional, it is for emotional health. It deals with a whole gamut of things. It deals with deliverance. He says, for with the heart man believes unto righteousness. So there we see that the heart is still a part of, of, uh, of our blessing. It's a, it's a part of our righteousness. Just because I received the gift of righteousness, I also need to declare the gift of righteousness. I need to declare how I got it. Thank you, Lord. I know, you know, I'm not yawning because uh, <laughs> I'm not talking about you because I saw three other people do it since you, <laughs> Deborah. <laughs> and uh, so, but uh, I, went, I went to bed early last night. I was thinking seven, but it might have been after seven. But, but I, I went to bed pretty early, and at 11 o'clock, somebody starts shh either shooting fireworks or blowing shotguns. And, I, you know, it wakes me up, startles me, wakes me up. So, you know, I get up, I go to bed. And um, so I'm fast asleep. 
And at midnight, boom, bam, boom, 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 boom. What's going on? I knew what was going on. So I got a good night's sleep anyway. Yeah, I was up for the new year right at 12. Praise the Lord. So I understand what, you know, if you guys are all partiers and you stayed out late. But. So with the heart man believes to righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes. Now remember, we, have, we need a strong heart. And again, I'm not talking about your, your salvation or your relationship with God. I'm talking about everything else that God promised us. Whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. There is no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich to all that call upon him. Say rich. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but rich is the opposite of poor. God is rich towards us. Another scripture to, uh, to help you receive that is that we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he were rich, yet he became poor, that you through his poverty might have abundance. Thank you, Lord. For verse 13, for whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I believe that the stronger our heart is, the more we will call upon the name of the Lord. And the more we will call upon it in, a, in an area where we are filled with faith. I'm not just talking about, you know, uh, I'm not just talking about saying the name of Jesus and not having, having any faith that anything's going to happen. I'm believing, I believe in that, that God's word and God's name has enough power to carry us through. And that if we will believe it when we begin to say it and declare it, then we're going to not only, we're not just getting God, you, God's already moved. But ha, Jesus said to speak to mountains. It's those mountains that are in your way that you need to speak to. God, you know, it's not God. You're not, you're not uh, c commanding God to move. He's already moved. But again, calling on the name of the Lord. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's just think about that for a moment. Now, you know that everything Satan does is a counterfeit. He counterfeits Christianity. And when we call upon the name of the... Do you know that uh, those of the dark side of the occult, they call on spirits. When they call on the name of the spirit, that spirit will come. Well, you mean, am I doing an occultic thing if I call on Jesus? <laughs> no. No, they counterfeit us. Don't let, you know, uh, somebody asked me about some, uh, some, some jewelry or something they, they'd gotten, and um, this has happened a number of times. But, you know, we can't let the devil take everything. Oh, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't have a rainbow anymore. Bless God, God put the rainbow there. I think it's still ours. 
Yeah, we can't do this because they're doing that. Well, so what? They're counterfeiting. The rainbow, I, you know, and it's amazing how many times we, we are doing church activities. I remember we were doing a baptism one day. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. And we looked straight up and there was a rainbow, right, uh, the colors of the rainbow right above our head. I think that's a promise. I remember one time we, uh, I think it was a prayer meeting. We walked out of the church, uh, the ITC, the prayer meeting was over there, and we looked and there was three rainbows in the sky. Was it three or two? You're not sure. Okay, well, I'm going to say three by faith. But there was, there was like a couple of rainbows, like one over here, one over here, one over here, it seemed like. Uh, numerous times that's happened where when we are doing church things, say, well, that was just a coincidence. You know, the more you pray, the more coincidences you have. <laughs> is what one guy said. More positive uh, coincidences. Praise the Lord. Well, I just, uh, I just want to encourage you for this next year to not let your heart, you know, your heart's going to be attacked, but don't let your heart uh, settle for, uh, for that which makes it, makes it come down. Begin to start believing that you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and start believing that God's going to use you to deliver the goodness of the Lord to somebody else. Hallelujah. Is there, is there anybody here that would be willing to say, Lord, use me to encourage someone by showing them the goodness of the Lord? Is there anybody here that would be willing? Thank you, Lord. You're willing. God saw those hands. He also sees the heart. We are willing. So, Lord, we just cry out in the name of Jesus that we would be vessels that you would use to cause us to see, have others see the goodness of the Lord. Use our hands for healing. Use our eyes for discernment. Use our, our lips to speak words of edification and life. Use our feet to carry us to those in need. Lord, use our heart to shed the love of God abroad in the mighty name of Jesus. If you're here today and uh, you might have a heavy heart, there's no, there's no sin against it. But we don't want you walking out of here with a heavy heart. We don't want you walking out of here with... Uh, with a load that you don't need to carry. If there's anybody here you'd like prayer for that, I'm just going to ask you to raise your hand, and we're going to have the believers pray for you.